Good morning, noon, or night, wherever and whenever you are listening, you are listening to The Shift. I'm your host. My name is Doug McKenty. This episode was recorded on May 27th, 2022. My guest on the show today is author and alternative health practitioner Bianca Rulig. In her book, Activate Your Pineal Gland, Bianca details her transformation from working as a software developer within the corporate world to owning and operating the Crystal Bowl, a health and wellness center located in the East Bay area of Northern California. After experiencing years of debilitating anxiety, Bianca turned to meditation in a last-ditch effort to discover a healing modality that could end the seemingly never-ending specter of the panic attack disorder that had rendered her life insufferable. Experiencing near-miraculous healing after just one attempt, she began an in-depth study of the philosophies and healing modalities surrounding the meditation practice. Initially understanding very little about the internal energy system that activated on that fateful day, Bianca's journey started by watching the Spirit Science series on YouTube, which outlined the fundamentals of an ancient healing modality recently rediscovered through the rigors of modern science. From there, she began a years-long journey which culminated in the writing of her book. In it, she outlines the fundamentals of interpreting wellness from the perspective of energetic healing, as opposed to the strident materialism that defines the majority of healthcare practices in modern times. Borrowing from a host of ancient wisdom traditions, Bianca's work describes in detail the existence of a complex internal energy system that, when harmonized, functions to produce a healthy mind, body, and spirit in much the same way a finely tuned guitar can be used to produce beautiful music. In fact, each energy center or chakra found throughout the body corresponds to certain colors and tones found across the energetic spectrum. Holistic health is then defined by the harmonizing of energies across this spectrum to create a balance of physical and psychological characteristics free from the negative impacts of discordant vibrations representing the root cause of disease. After describing this internal system of health and wellness based on an energetic perspective, Bianca goes on to identify a series of very practical methods designed to tune the internal system by removing blockages that prevent the free flow of energies throughout the body. She provides step-by-step instructions for a variety of techniques including meditation, sound therapies, and the use of crystals, grounding, and sun gazing, which help to open energy centers and ground internal energies in order to produce a balanced and harmonized system. This practice results in physical and psychological health. Ultimately, Bianca strives to help practitioners decalcify the pineal gland connected to the third eye chakra located in the center of the forehead, the clarification of which is characteristic of the complete harmonizing of the entire system. Find out more about Bianca's work at www.crystalbowlwellness.com. If you like what you're hearing, please like, subscribe, and share this interview across your favorite social media platforms. We rely on listeners like you to distribute this alternative information. For more info about The Shift, sign up for the newsletter or subscribe for feature-length versions of each episode. Go to www.theshiftnow.com. Become part of the conversation by friending Doug McKenty on Facebook or following at McKenty on Twitter. Before we begin, I want to thank author and wellness practitioner Bianca Rulig for agreeing to this interview, and thank you for helping to make The Shift. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this, the 122nd episode of The Shift. I'm your host, Doug McKenty. I am joined today by Bianca Rulig. She is the author of the book, Activate Your Pineal Gland, 
uh, decided to have more of a spiritual leaning episode this time. I, I cover politics quite a bit, Bianca, and I'm just I'm getting a little burnout on that one. So I'm happy wow. to and have a conversation. And you're talking to someone that doesn't have a television. So nice. I absolutely am out of politics. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel right now. I'll tell you that. I'm pretty much um, ready to throw away my TV and be done with it. So I mm-hmm. uh, decided to do a couple of episodes more spiritually oriented. And I've been a friend of Bianca on Facebook and her book caught my eye. Um, and I wanted to have this conversation just to uh, reintroduce my audience. I mean, I've done a few episodes like this, but to the internal energy system, basically, and how it functions and how it works and how it can be used for health. And you're also uh, the purveyor of a, of a health and wellness store in the East Bay, the Crystal Bowl. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, several years ago, when I went through my awakening, I was introduced to the crystal bowl, the singing bowls. Mm-hmm. And so when I opened my wellness center, I named it after the crystal bowl, which is what it, you know, essentially saved me from anxiety. And um, we actually just opened our second shop. So we've got a crystal bowl wellness center where I'm at, where we also offer acupuncture, Reiki, other services. I have a sensory deprivation tank. Cool. We just opened a Himalayan salt cave. We have a yoga studio. Um, sound baths, and we opened a downtown shop four blocks away called Crystal Bowl Downtown. And it's just a little bit, you know, different uh, traffic. You're right in the middle of the of the downtown hubbub mm. and farmers market. So different uh, audience, but it's really just an overflow because I can't stop buying crystals. And <laughs> I just it, it's been what's helped and healed me. So I'm just sharing my my playhouse is what I'm doing. Right. Well, why don't you give uh, my audience a little bit of your background so we can understand, you know, how you got into this, what you're calling your awakening, what happened, um, you know, who you were prior to that, and then the transformation, uh, and then just what, what inspired you to write the book and and open the store? Wow. Okay. So um, (laughs) let's start from my awakening. So I'm born and raised in the Philippines and I was born and uh, so in the Philippines, it's uh, mostly Catholic. So I was raised with a very strict Catholic upbringing, going to Catholic schools. And um, at a young age, I think it was 14, I I made the statement where I said, God's got to be all merciful that we're all living in uh, our version of hell. And I don't know where that came from, but I've always had that knowing in the back of my mind that uh, I was going to be on something spiritual, but I didn't know what it was. So left the Catholic church, started my own you know, group. And um, to this day, I still have those core beliefs. I still pray to Jesus, pray to God. I pray to Buddha. I pray to the tree and the stars. So whatever it is that is raising my vibration. Um, so when I first came here from the Philippines, I didn't, I wasn't very religious or spiritual. I actually got right into the corporate world. So I've been in IT. I was a, a software developer. I'm a programmer and which really helped with reprogramming my mind. Mm, I made the connection that everything, this reality is a software program and we are also software programs. We are, there is no hardware. It's there is no mind over matter. It's actually just all mind. So being a software developer, I started to see how I can make changes to my code to affect my reality. And really what triggered it is a, I had a panic attack. My first panic attack was from an outage um, that I, I may or may not have caused, um, but it affected a lot of people in my, in my work. 
And I did not know at the time it was a panic attack and which led to a three-year panic disorder. I would think of the panic and I would have a panic attack. I drove myself to the ER, not knowing I knew I was dying. I knew I wasn't dying. I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. They wanted to throw pills at me and I literally could not swallow pills. So I dealt with this. I lived through this for three years. And one day I just, um, I actually arrived very strange. I arrived home from a, a, a Christmas party and one of my dogs was missing a leg. I lived a totally normal corporate life. And here I am presented with something really bizarre and crazy. So I went down my very first rabbit hole of um, crop circles and animal mutilations. And I just had no idea. And literally it was the beginning of my ever, it was the beginning of my ending. I ended my life at that point. You actually asked the question, what were you like before? I don't really know. I am not at that vibration. I don't know what I was before, um, which is good. Uh, I've learned to really be in the present moment. So that experience led me. Um, we really never found out what happened to my dog. It's actually yeah, in my book. That's fascinating. Um, <laughs> uh, brought him to uh, the doctor. We had at he and she ended up having you know three le- three legs. She was perfectly healthy after that. Um, but it got me down that rabbit hole. And right. I started following a YouTube series called Spirit Science. And as soon as I learned about the chakras, it was my first time ever. I, I literally, I was someone that followed the media, followed the Kardashians. I mm-hmm. was very much in 3D. Everything was matter. Everything was ego. I had nothing else outside of it. But when that happened, there was nothing that could explain. Nothing could explain what could possibly have happened to my dog. There was no blood on the ground. It was a clean cut. There was just nothing. So started looking into conspiracies. And really, that's what opened me up to, again, that series called Spirit Science, which led me to uh, Bruce Lipton and a few other people that I follow. And um, right. when I learned about is, the chakras. Is that mm-hmm. a cartoon, that Spirit Science cartoon? It is. Yeah, it yeah, it is. It's that. almost like doodle cartoons right. and very simple explanations of really complex understanding. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had no idea anything about crystals, energy, frequency. All I knew is that I had a panic disorder and I wanted to eliminate it. So when that occurred, I started digging and and found, uh, a meditation. It was actually, his name's Paul Santisi. He is still on YouTube. Um, and he had a meditation where he plays this affirmations all throughout. It's like a 3d affirmation all throughout your brain. It was my very first time I got headphones, put it on for about an hour and a half. Listen for my very first meditation. And for about seven seconds, I was engulfed in white light. And I, and I know that I was in bliss. I don't know where I was, but I knew that I was supposed to be there and it was all perfect all light. I wasn't in light. I was light. I was just, everything was light. And I haven't had a panic attack since. I actually believe I have stopped uh, um, aging. I have reverted a lot of um, uh, ailments. They're gone. I haven't had any anxiety. I have uh, just been feeling at my absolute peak all the time. All this energy, I don't really sleep a lot. 
Um, I still eat junk food. Um, yet I feel absolutely like in my peak physical health, Hmm. I just turned 44. I feel like maybe I'm 24. So there's a lot of things that I, that I experienced in that seven seconds when I awoke from that meditation. Um, it was a new person. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened in the past, but it just didn't matter anymore. All I knew was I felt great. And I bought, that's when I bought my first crystal bowl. I actually went on Craigslist, bought this used $400 crystal singing bowl. I didn't know what, what it was. And when I started using it and meditating, um, I just knew that's what I was supposed to do. So several years down the line, I opened up a shop called crystal bowl and we do, we do sound bowl baths where we offer it. And these are all donation based free to the community. We have, uh, you know, 10 classes a week that are donation based yoga, wellness workshops, crystal classes, energy healing. I talk about water, structured water. What, what is structured water? You know, a lot of things that I didn't know six, seven years ago that now it's like, I am just so hungry for this information. And, um, that's what I do. So I wake up, I don't have a plan for my day. Um, I just do what I feel I need to do today. I met with a couple ladies and did sound healing at my house. Yeah. And then I come to my shop and you know I've got this and I just, I, I'm living in the present moment. I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm following someone's path that I know is my higher self. I just got to keep trusting and, and having faith. And it was all due to that one uh, experience that seven seconds. And it's funny back to the number seven, um, you know, you start learning about astrology and numerology and you start seeing synchronistic signs and patterns and you're going, what is this? Why am I seeing 1111? Why do I see it? And, and what am I supposed to be paying attention to? So this started me on this um, path of, I enjoy making a lot of videos. I started a YouTube channel and I just talk about things that I don't really know where they came from, but it's coming from somewhere that has this knowledge. And I feel like when I speak it, I'm teaching myself. I actually watch my own videos then I go, wow, I don't know where that came from, but I'm going to, I'm going to look at that and I'm going to apply it. And that's how you, you know, turn it into wisdom, but it's just living in the moment and, uh, applying, you know, practice, practicing what it is I'm learning. And what I'm learning is being of service, giving thanks. Um, that's how I was able to publish my book or have the group, the third eye group on, on Facebook. It's 280,000 members. And wow. I started that six years ago with one member and that was me. And then I created another profile that was also me. So, you know, it was, it grew. Um, and all I did was share my questions, my path, the, and, and being able to question your own answers and being able to accept that this present moment is temporary. My belief today was not my belief yesterday, and it may not be my belief tomorrow. It's about not being attached to anything, including your own, you know, your own opinions, your own truth is just your personal perception at the moment. And, um, but all of this, I learned from, you know, I started from spirit science. I, I speed read and I type really fast. I actually type 103 words a minute, very fast. So hmm. I was able to grow my group, get into discussions, get a lot of feedback right away. And, um, it just kind of grew from there. And I, I, started collecting all of this in my notes and, you know, 
told myself, you know what, I'm going to write a book. And uh, I printed out what I thought was going to be my book cover. And I put it on the shelf where all my other books were. And I pretended to be an author. I put it right by, I was in between um, Greg Braden and Bruce Lipton. And I would come in and I would see myself. Great book. Three days later, I received an email from a, um, a publisher and they wanted me to, you know, they wanted to publish my book. So as these, this is just an example of manifesting and, um, you know, all these things that I experienced just kept feeding my belief. So no one's teaching me. I'm not really teaching me. I'm using my experience to teach me. I'm trusting that what I'm doing is correct and I'm on the right path. And as things come, I just go, whoa, I'm going to make the most of this, make the best of it. Forget yesterday. I'm not worried about tomorrow. What am I facing right now? What do I have? And making the best of it. And that's what's been attracting more of what's the best of what I have. And, you know, now really it's been five years. We celebrated our five-year anniversary at our shop. Five years of a crystal store in a little residential area, you know, right by a bar. And we now have six, well, six crystal shops in my city. Hmm. So we are growing. It is about becoming more aware and sharing this experience. I'm not teaching people. I'm sharing what I've learned and you need to teach yourself. You need to pick what you resonate with, what makes you feel good. The books that you read that makes you, you know, light up. That's what you resonate with. And that's really all I've done. And I just share, you know, share it in my group, share it in my book, share it in my shop. Um, No agendas, no schedule, just going with what, what's going on. And, you know, things just, this manifest as they need to. Right. Yeah. Um, well, it just always shocks me to meet people that uh, have made uh, the transition so quickly. But I think for me, and I, I told you uh, over messenger, I've been doing Tai Chi for like 25 years and it t- it's taken me a long time <laughs> to like go, you know, is this stuff really real? Like initially it was like, oh, I'm doing the poses, I'm learning the forms and, and I'm, I'm getting it. But then as I learned, started learning more about the um, traditional Chinese medicine practice, I mean, I think the yin yang theory like was something I could pick up on and understand, but um, the different energy centers and uh, the different organ systems and things like that started to sound really far out to me, right? And it took me a long time to, uh, I think I, I just was one of those I just kind of fought it and, and had to really have the the internal experiences before I was like, wow, you know, I actually think this stuff is real. <laughs> Absolutely. You cannot prove to someone that you had a dream. Right. You can't. You cannot make them believe that you had a dream. You can try. You cannot. Tr- you cannot make someone spiritual. No teacher can give that to you. You must experience it yourself. Mm-hmm. When I experienced that seven seconds, um, I just knew. I just I knew that there's that this is where I need to be, and that is no more. And um, you know, whether and I think all of the experience, Tai Chi, everything uh, is leading up to it's your your leap pad. You're leaping into the next level, and sometimes you know I think different personalities play into effect. Um, I don't know if, if you're too much into uh, Zodiac or astrology, but I know that because I'm a, and, and this is all stuff I learned recently. Mm-hmm. I am an Aries sun 
with an Aries rising, meaning my Aries sun is my personality. I'm an Aries. I'm a leader. I like to start things up. I am very fiery. But my spirit, my rising is also an Aries, meaning what is leading me and pushing my ego is the same energy. I had no idea. I didn't know why I would start 100 projects and only finish two of them. I didn't care about the other 98. All I cared about was I started the project. I didn't like it. Move on. But this is not something that other people do. And coming to that realization of really, it's that self, you know, looking in, who am I? I am that. And I, I accept that. And that is my gift that I can start things and really help encourage fire things up. But not when I wasn't aware of it, you just start questioning, well, why am I starting? Why am I so inconsistent? Why don't I have follow through? You know what? That's not my strength. My strength is starting, encouraging, and all the other stuff. Maybe I can find a a Capricorn (laughs) to help me with that. (laughs) We have different gifts and that's exactly what I do. You know, some people are great at research. Some people are great at starting. Some people are great at follow through. And it's all about that looking within and learning about yourself. And we didn't, we don't know a lot about ourselves. I did not know about energy centers um, six years ago. I didn't know about crystals. You gave me a crystal. I'd be like, what are you talking about? How am I going to heal with this? Yeah. Well, now you come into my shop and, and give me a, a little feedback on an ailment or an energy. And I could point you to a rock. And where did that come from? Where did that information come from? Um, intuition trusting uh, and guidance from within. I um, One of the things I do is sound, sound therapy. I was gifted with what's called a cymatic machine. And this brought me down a whole other rabbit hole. One of the, one of my favorites it's um, and I'm not going to get too far deep into it, but it's about the Tartarian regime, cymatic frequencies, aqua therapy, all of that started back then. All the structuring of the water mm-hmm. is how we structured the buildings that we, can no longer recreate because we don't know how we did it. We did it with structured water, magnets, um, different sounds and frequencies. So as I'm learning about this, I'm applying that to to, uh, my practice. Um, So anyway, uh, several years ago, I I received a gift, which is a cymatic machine. You can't even purchase this anymore. And I contacted the manufacturers and now I'm learning about this practice. But basically, it's restructuring, trading matter from sound. And we are light bodies. We're our, our, inside our cells. We're, we found that there's nothing. It's energy. It's light. It's light held together by magnetism. So we're electrical beings. And light really is sound made visible. So sound and light is the same thing. So when you go out in the sun and you're getting this light, it feels great. Well, sound is even more of a root cause to affecting that light Mm -hmm. and back to crystal bowl. I was like, how, why did this one bowl, how could this one bowl and this meditation change my life? I've absolutely healed physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, all of that. I don't have bad dreams. I really, I have, I say I have bad thoughts, but I, I don't pay attention to them. How was I able to do that? And how can I, get that to other people. Well, learning that you can actually transfer energy through sound because your body is made of sound. I see you've got a guitar back there. I I 
I, I use that um, as an example. You are a guitar. You've got seven strings. Each of these strings are connected to different systems of your body, digestive right. system, reproductive system. And when you uh, experience things, let's say you speak ill of someone or you're cursing, your throat chakra, the energy around this part of your body is out of tune because it is, uh, if you've studied Dr. Emoto, uh, where he has uh, frozen water and studied the particles, love creates pure, perfect snowflakes. Hate creates nothingness. It's chaos. It matches sewer water. It's dirty. There's no harmony. So when we do things that do not uh, vibrate to love, to goodness, we know that. We are more morally, we know what is good. We know what is supposed to be and what is not. And that's the free will. That's the decision making that we face every moment. Mm-hmm. Every decision you make is a life-changing decision because you are changing your internal structure through your thoughts and the actions you do create energy that that are emotions that when you match those emotions to your thoughts, that feeling is then created in your heart and that's what resonates out. So that we are a sound system and when we do things that create disharmony doing things that we know are not right we create we're out of tune our strings may break and and that's why i've got the sound that that's why i'm so adamant about sound and even words you know words or sounds sure. that um that's how that's what i use in my practice so i use singing bowls i have the sound machine i i have affirmations and um, i'm now trying to actually figure out how to structure water and literally bottle my my structure in in a in a bottle and have someone ingest it because to ingest sound all you need to do is listen to it that's how you do it and we resonate to what we're around so four to five minutes of listening to something you begin resonating to the sounds that you're hearing and imagine just resonating to pure love or compassion or gratitude and that's what we listen to when i have people at my home we listen to cheerfulness and they they visualize Think of the most happiest moment. Now we're playing the sound. We are restructuring your water. We are implanting new memories. Your past is going to be your past until you create a new past using your present. So your present moment creates a past and your water, your memory in your body holds on to that. So it is a little bit tough to, uh, oh, forget about it. Let it go. Well, sometimes you're your trauma is held physically in your body. Yeah. And so with the restructuring, all the different practices, yoga, tai chi, I was into martial arts for 12 years. I did a, a it's called Weichiru Karate. Mm. And it's very structured, very in, very formal breathing techniques and poses and positions. And now with yoga, it's very similar. Just it flows. Same with tai chi. Right. And you know, first thing in the morning, I I stand on wet sand. And I, I put my arms out, hands open. I'm doing my sun gazing and I'm pretending to be a flower because that's what we are. Where I ground myself in the dirt and I, I imagine the uh, desired outcome, the best version of myself. I'm giving thanks. I can see the rays of the sun coming in and leaving. So we are one with everything. We're one with the sun. We're one. And and I can actually, you know, you practice this, you can almost see information 
because information travels with light and with sound. So back to my sound therapy, um, you know, every part of your body emits a tone, you're a harmony. And when you've got one part of this orchestra plays a, the incorrect note, let's say the violinist starts mm -hmm. playing from the wrong sheet, you know, everyone is still playing, but this system is now out of tune and eventually it affects the whole orchestra. So what we do is we're not looking at the orchestra. We're not looking at the body. We're going right to that sheet. Where is the sheet? Let's get it back. What is the tune? What is the note? Play that and restructure that. And it, it resonates and it, it fixes itself. You, uh, it promotes natural healing by, uh, Im implanting that, that tone back in the resonant frequency of that part of your body. And I was, again, I was blessed with this gift. It's the Sima 1000 and Sima C Y M A means wave. So we are all sound waves. And when something is out of tune, you allow this sound wave to retune you and you set your affirmations, you use your words, your words resonate different with your ear and your brain. There's a connection there. And when you speak your words and you speak your truth, you are re-implanting and you're programming. So we're going right back to code. You're recoding yourself. You're the programmer. Mm -hmm. You're recoding your software. Your vision here, this output is your program. And if there's something you don't like, guess what? Go back in and reprogram it. Everyone else's feedback and opinion is a virus. Everything outside of your program is a virus. Whether it's good or bad, it is something that is not of you. So you've got to remember, you know, my code, there's a lot of different truths, a lot of different teachers. Go back to what is true to you. What makes you feel good? What makes you resonate to gratitude and, and want to uh, be healthy yourself and have a healthy community? And that's, that's what you, um, you follow. And, mm -hmm. and that's really all I've done. I'm following what makes me feel good. Let's talk a little bit about the the internal system and how it works. I mean, just the basic fundamentals of the like the chakra system and how this relates to these ideas of of energy and frequency. Because I think um, you know the fundamental difference, and I it's so interesting to me. You know, like who who might be listening to this? I, I imagine that most of my audience has some experience with this, but some of them you know, may have none, none, or even not even believe that, that it could, you know, this perspective could possibly be real or true because they're so in the materialistic point of view, which so many people are raised inside of. Um, so I just want to, because at this point in my own experience, I mean, I've just had enough, uh, you know, once you start to turn that I inward, you know, through the Tai Chi and my own meditation practices, you start to just be able to feel these energy sources and how they work. And it becomes very obvious that this is a fundamental part of, you know, the human experience. It's almost amazing that so few people, at least in this culture, really uh, know about it. I mean, why we're not raised and taught how it works, you know, <laughs> is really, uh, I mean, that's a topic maybe for a whole other show, but um, it's crazy because so many other cultures, uh, this is all very fundamental stuff. It's just common sense. Um, so do you want to just explain like, 
like, why did you write the book about the pineal gland? And, you know, how does the chakra system work with the pineal, with the pineal gland, the third eye? And what does it mean to cleanse your system so that you can start to even tap into some of what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, the awakening experience that I had is what led me to dig into the third eye. So I was trying to figure out why that meditation eliminated my panic attack. Mm -hmm. How did it work? So back to spirit science and finding out as soon as I learned that there is this being inside of my body, and now it actually exists outside of my body, that there is something that I am able to adjust to make that change. That's what got me to study and really do my research. I mean, There's so many places online. There's not only the videos, there's also just so much information already out there. All I did was listen to my gut, what practices worked for me. And practice is act. You must act. And when you act and you experience, that's when you realize this is real or this is not real. This is working or not. You cannot gain that life experience through someone else's story. Yeah. So when I started doing my yoga and I started um, doing my meditation and felt that energy and was able to adjust my physical body or adjust my experiences, the people I I was meeting, that's when I, I really had to sell myself on the idea. I didn't know about it. I didn't know about the chakras. Um, I had no idea about energy or, or vibrations. I, mm-hmm. again, was very corporate, you know, normal person. And, um, and that's why I dug into it was because it was, how could something change me so quickly? It was quantum, quantum transmutation. Immediately I changed, uh, I dropped a lot of people from my circle. Uh, mm-hmm. My circle actually became a dot. It just was me for a while. It became me for about three years. And all I did was study myself, study my emotions, um, learned about watching myself and becoming the watcher, becoming the observer instead of being absorbed by what's going on. And that was really learning to step back. Now, when I was 16, I actually got in a motorcycle accident where I landed on my back and my head. Mm -hmm. And I believe at that point, I lost a chunk of memory. Um, because I don't remember a lot of my childhood. And this is this has made this experience easier for me to say, forget it and move forward and really be present because I I really can't remember. And I think that was a that was something that had to happen. The past does not matter. The past does not define your present. The past does not define your future. Your present defines your present, and your present defines your near future. So the reason why I wrote the book, it just, it saved my life. It saved my life. And I wanted to, uh, you know, it took me about five or six years to, to learn about it. And, um, I, again, I speed read and I type really fast. So I said, well, why don't I just put this together? Um, and really that was, this, that was the story. And that's how I learned about everything because I researched it myself. Yeah. I didn't know about the chakras. I didn't know how the brain functioned. I didn't know about left brain, right brain. I'm very logical. I'm a programmer. What is the right brain? Do I even need, do I need the right brain? Now, I always told myself, uh, interestingly, I haven't thought of this for a while. 
um, about, let's say 20 years ago, I was at work for HP. I was an IT a help desk. And I told myself, I am never going to be a programmer. I don't have the brain for programming because I was customer service and all that. Turns out, you know, the last 11 years, I've been a programmer and it was my favorite job. Now, why? How did I go from I am never going to be a programmer to I am a programmer. It was the best thing ever. Now I still am a programmer. I am a mind programmer, mindset programming. Well, this goes back to learning about how the universe works. Universe doesn't understand. No, it actually doesn't understand your words or intention. It understands the vibration and the tone. So it heard blah, 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 programmer. And it felt the energy. I was like, I am never. When I said never, I just had all this energy in it that what the universe felt was all this energy focus didn't it it didn't know that I meant no or never I just felt that energy there and it knew the word programmer so what happened I became a programmer and that's actually my it was the best thing that happened to me and a lot of things that again back to experience you start experiencing these um synchronicities, I want to say a synchronicity is when you think of something and it happens, you think of a name and that person calls, you think of a song, it plays on the radio, you think of, you know, you start seeing these numbers, these patterns, um, dreams start coming true. You start, uh, I ask for a, for an answer and I receive it. Uh, this happened just three, three days ago. I'm seeing a new uh, client. Um, I, I don't want to say client because really I'm experimenting with sound. I'm seeing a new uh, guest at my home for, let's just say, a spectrum of uh, brain support is what we were working on. And we went from nonverbal to verbal in five sessions. How did that happen? And what we were doing is we were implanting a new memory. You are perfect. You are uh healthy. And as we're doing that, we're playing a sound that targets that part of the brain, cerebellum, the cerebrum, all of these. Again, I didn't know about any of this. I dug into my brain because I wanted to learn what fixed me. How did something go from this to this? They say the fastest um, way to get from A to B is a straight line, right? Well, I don't think that's the case. Not in my case. The fastest way from A to B is I transmuted into B. I became B. I didn't even magnetically attract B to me. I just said, I'm done with A. I am now B. And that's what happened. And that was quantum. And I am still seeing that to this day. I ask for something. I visualize it. I put my energy. I know it's going to happen. And it happens. I ask for a question. And I'm not asking God or, or any specific being, I just put it out there and I say, I need to know this. I know that I know it. I know about the Akashic records. There is a, a library of knowledge that every one of us is connected to at all times. We just haven't figured out how to pinpoint and get there. And so I just put it out there. I said, I need to know how can I help this person back to that, that my new um, client. Mm-hmm. And I, and then I took a nap and I had a dream because I don't dream that much that I rolled up a piece of paper and poked myself in the left eye. And then I woke up and I go, well, that was obviously a message because something you remember in a dream is a message. They're not random. Nothing's random. 
Um, you learn that everything happens for a reason. This is happening for a reason. All of our challenges happen for a reason. So I took that dream, explained it to the mother, because this child is four or five, and turns out that there was an eye thing. We targeted that with our sound session. Hmm. And like I said, five sessions later, he's speaking. Miracles happen, quantum healing, whatever you want to call it, power of belief. Maybe he never had an ailment. Who knows? It doesn't matter. All we know is this present moment. He believes it. I believe it. His mother believes it. And it's now experienced in reality. That's how programming works. You don't allow viruses and external things to affect you. I know my code. I'm going to go in and fix my code. Something's not working. Go back to your code. So applying this to my life is how I've been able to manifest the book. Um, the following, the home I live in, the backyard that I'm about to convert into a sound garden. Uh, all of these things are just are manifested. I put it out there. I said it. I believed it. I let it go. And I did things that supported uh, goodness, acts of service, um, doing things that helped myself and helped my community. One of the things I did was I actually listen to a, one of your shows. I can't remember which one it was, mm. but it was saying some. Oh, I think it was the mythology. I love the, the, some of the episodes. I absolutely I want to go Thanks. backwards. And and I think it was the mythology one. But um, mm -hmm. it was about, you know, affecting the whole world. Well, we can't. You are going to be overwhelmed. This world is not for you to fix. We are here to fix our world. Our world starts with our perception of what is in our surroundings, our inner world. Am I healthy? Am I healed? Am I fixed? Is my space fixed? Is my home, my connections, my community? How can you affect yourself, your people, your community? And that's how you change the world because your world is here. When we get distracted by the TV world or or the movie world, or any other world outside of what we are experiencing with our senses, it distracts us from what we can affect. Because our present moment is what we can experience with our present senses. Mm -hmm. So um, really, again, back to refocusing, and that's why I wrote the book, is there is so much that, so much power, we're Superman, you know, we, and, and this is going to go off in another tangent, we charge with crystals. We communicate with crystals. We charge with the sun. We absolutely can levitate. We absolutely can control minds, not necessarily read minds, but push a thought and magnetically draw that, that thought to you. Um, all of this, we just haven't realized our full potential. We are uh, bountiful in what we can achieve. I don't like saying the word limitless. Limitless words are very important limitless even though the idea of it is limitless you are taking limit and less right so i like to think of it as we have bountiful potential um and uh this actually this is going back to a, a video i was going to make i know this might be a little bit of a tangent but mm -hmm. very recently a lot of people when i say thank you in customer service i expect not really expect but i i kind of expect you're welcome recently it's been of course, go up to a drive-thru. Thank you. Of course. And I go, well, 
what is going on here? <laughs> Words are so important. Word creates your world. Okay. Thank you is thinking about you. I am thinking about you. I am sending you good wishes. Thank you. That's what we're doing. You are welcome. You are well. Come, come here. That's the energy of you are welcome. Well, of course, is you are off course. Just really paying attention to our words and using it, shifting how we use our words so that we're creating the reality and not just experiencing someone else's reality. I was thinking of the, the word the shift, you know, on a keyboard. When you press shift and press a letter, right, the letter A, same letter, different letter. Same letter, different letter. Now right. that you have pressed the shift, you can now use it to start a sentence. You can use it to capitalize a name. It's plural. You can actually use it in a, you know, there's so many different things. It is now a different letter, but it's the same letter. We're just looking at it different. So the shift is we're just experienced. This is the same world I was in five, six years ago, but I'm seeing it different. I'm right. actually seeing it from a higher level because I am not the pawn. I am not the queen. I am not part of the game. I am above it and can now control a lot of it and shift my vibration to attract what it is I want to experience. And of course, we want to experience goodness, gratitude, happiness, cheerfulness, all the high vibrations, because life is supposed to be enjoyed. It is not supposed to be a challenge. You're not supposed to be hanging in there. When I ask someone, how are you doing? They go, oh, I'm hanging in there. Right. Who is holding that string? <laughs> Who wants to hang in anywhere? Hanging sounds yeah. like like tough work. So start, you know, grab a hold of that. Look up who is holding the string. Take a hold of it. And now you are controlling. You are no longer that puppet. So all of this, I get, I know I, I kind of go off on tangents. There's so many things. Yeah. It is, it, it is something that I am very excited about all of this because it all has led me to where I am now, which right. is about uh, being able to do what I love. I'm about to meet people next in a couple of weeks that I've looked up to Bruce um, Lipton and Greg Braden. Cool. And um, I'm going to a Gaia event for the first time. I I'm hoping to pitch a show. Uh, I'm, you know, all of this stuff, I'm able to do what I think I'm supposed to be doing and just living in the moment. And, and that um, the book is to help people um, figure out and how how they can do it. You must cleanse your physical body. If you are not physically healthy, it is going to be hard to be emotionally happy, mentally clear. You're thinking about your health. You're feeling bad. If you feel bad physically, when you wake up and you have a backache, I'm going to be thinking about my backache. And I'm going to be thinking about this pain. And pain is at a vibration that you are attracting that energy back to you. So you've got to heal your physical body. Uh -huh. When you feel good, you don't have to, you know, think of anything here. You can now go out and be creative. You can go and experience other things because you're not worried about healing yourself or, or taking this pill or doing these things. So uh, in my book, it talks about immune health. There's a lot of, uh, you know, sun gazing, there's grounding. 
that's uh, barefoot in the grass, barefoot in wet sand, I've learned is one of the best things. Um, uh, meditation, sounds, all of these things that I've learned, I've, uh, I don't want to say dummied it down, but I have made it so that it's easy to follow. It is how I learned and it's how I explained it. Yeah. And um, I've gotten great feedback, which is amazing. Uh, it's, you know, back to physical wellness. When you start, because the third eye, you know, the third eye we see here, there is actually a gland in the middle of your brain that correlates to that. So just like where we say our, um, you know, the third eye is drawn here on certain, uh, on Shiva, on Buddha, sometimes it's sticking up, upwards, sometimes it's horizontal, sometimes there's a snake coming out, it's called the urea, which is the snake, or the ureus. And um, the cobra, that just depicts uh, an awakening, an enlightenment coming out of the shell. So reptilian brain could, that could mean it as well. So there is a physical gland, little teeny tiny. It's like, it's a uh, smaller than a grain of rice. That's the, um, called the pineal gland. And, um, I can't quite say if it is correlated directly to the third eye chakra or the crown chakra, Mm -hmm. but does that really matter? It does not matter which chakra or energy center it correlates to. We know that this supports the pituitary gland this is the first uh sensory for for sunlight which then says hey it's time to wake up let's turn on the glands the systems to get you healthy and waking up in this fashion so it then notifies your pituitary gland hey send all the messages to the rest of the glands what time of your life is it you know are you in puberty are you going through menopause? it's not just the time of the day it's it's your biological clock. So your eyes see that. And that's why sun gazing is something I promote. I've done a couple of videos on how to sun gaze, you know, safely. Um, so when I sun gaze, you're feeding, you're, you're looking at that light and you're feeding your pineal gland and you are clearing that pathway. Your pineal gland is, think of it as the antenna. It's the antenna that receives the vibrations all around. We're surrounded in vibrations. From that antenna, you are perceiving your reality. So if your antenna is higher vibration, your reality is of a higher experience. And cleaning your body, because it it does, like I said, it sits outside what's called the blood-brain barrier. So anything that you ingest, it ingests. You have to clean your entire system for that to be affected. And, Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of talk about fluoride and all these Right. Uh, chemicals. It gets calcified. And it's not just fluoride. It's alcohol. Mm -hmm. It's tobacco. It's your thoughts. Everything affects your system, your body, which then in turn affects your pineal gland. The best way to clear your pineal gland is through breath, through detoxing your body and through breath. It's breath, I believe, is the spirit. And when you breathe, that is the indicator of life right? Breath is the indicator of life. And it is using that breath to transfer your, um, your energy up and down your spine. And I'm, I'm kind of doing the motion, but this is a meditation that Dr. Joe Dispenza has also made very popular. And it is the breath that connects, uh, I believe he's calling it the gut brain connection, but it really is the gut, your, your gut, which is your 
sacral chakra, which is right at your umbilical cord or your belly button, that connects all the way up to your pineal gland through your spinal column. And your spinal column is actually, if you put your hand like this, that's that's how wide that energy is that transfers your, it's called cerebrospinal fluid. Mm -hmm. It's a fluid that moves up and down regularly throughout the day. But if you do breathing practices, you can enhance this. Um, One of the breathing techniques is when you do this single nostril breath where you breathe in through your left and you breathe out through your right. And you're just circulating the energy this way. And then you circulate it this way. And you hold your bot, your fingers at different positions. Again, you think of yourself as a computer. Here's your Wi-Fi. Or, I'm sorry, this is your antenna. Your heart is your Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. All of the nerves are, are different connections. So when we do this and they say, oh, this is supposed to uh, invite luck. Well, maybe this is the electric connection that sets the vibration for that emotion. And when we do different mudras, you know, we can activate the heart, we can activate the brain, we do different positions, and they do different things. So when we heal, we put our hands out, you have chakras on your palms, they're rainbow chakras are very powerful, you can send Reiki energy, this is uh, one of the practices we do, you don't have to be Reiki, you can just do this and send out an antenna, an intention a vibration through your hands to send an energy. It's a blessing. It's, it's, it's scientific. It's again, we're energy, energetic beings, electric beings. We just don't know how to use our body. We don't know how it all connects. We know up to the physical and I've been continuing to dig beyond that. And I'm continuing to learn. I mean, there's the chakras is just the beginning. There's so much correlation between the physical body and the glandular system and then the energy body and the chakra system that it's, uh, I mean, that's when you really start to, to realize that there's a a lot of truth to all of this. I mean, it's not just, um, it's actually very scientific in its foundation. And all you have to do is you can take the Western science, but you can then apply the, these sciences from all the other cultures that have been playing around with this energy body for you know centuries and thousands of years and you know we can put the two together and they and they overlay right on top of each other perfectly and it makes complete sense so um it just it fascinates me um that i guess that so many people have such a difficult time believing it i i think um what was important is what you've been talking about is actually doing these practices because i know in my own situation i had a tendency to want to engage in like comparative religion or you know i like to think about things um but until you actually sit down and and do the meditation then you're not going to engage in in the energy body and so you're not going to get any evidence that this thing actually exists or really any you know practical experience with what you're talking about um and when you do when you do do the practices I think it just becomes obvious. You, you become aware of, of how it works and you can start to understand what all these other, you know, cultural traditions have been describing for all this time. And it is, and that's actually how I, I went it about it, almost reverse engineered it, where yeah. I experienced the healing, I experienced the, the instant transmutation, and then I dug into, well, how did that work? What is going on? 
And I went from physical to my energy body. Um, you know, there's just, there's so many things that we are unaware of structured water, how water retains memory that, um, that, that is why I do what I do because I feel that a lot of this is restricted misinformation, disinformation, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, conspiracy theory. Yeah. It doesn't matter. What I know is it's worked for me. It is working for me. It's working for many people that I have helped and it will continue to work because that's how we are. We are built to be able to change our reality. We are creators created, right? Not to get religious, but science and religion are like this. Mm-hmm. You know, if I look, if when I read the Bible, I see scientific correlation to genes, gen, uh, Genesis being genetics, Adam being the Adam, right. Eve being evolution. All of this. Will, will you talk really, a little bit about the the idea of the Christos too, and the and the oil and the fluid that goes up the the cerebral sp- spinal fluid? I mean, you've already talked about it, but there is this Christian element that I've I've heard of before, but um, you really describe it well in your book. And it just always fascinates me, this interpretation of, of Christianity that includes exactly all of this stuff that you've been talking about, where the, the Bible can be interpreted in this way to describe, you know, how you move the fluid up through the energy systems and, and how you can wake up the pineal gland and all of that. So will, will you just discuss that for a second? I'm actually really glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that, uh, the name Christ, Christ consciousness, Christos. Well, usually when someone invents something or experiences something, they name it after themselves, right? Because I've always thought to myself, well, maybe maybe Jesus Christ is this being that we made up so that we can follow this path of goodness and and, uh, how to attain um, revelation and living in heaven, heaven, heaven on earth. Yeah. Well, what if he really was a guru, a person, a human being that went through all this and experienced it, learned about it, and that's why we call it Christos. I don't know what came first, Jesus or Christos, basically, is what I'm saying. But I do know that it truly does exist. It's something I have practiced um, only a couple times because I also am going through detoxing and Um, you know, as a, I don't want to call myself a teacher, but I'm a student of my own teachings. I watch my videos. I watch videos that I did five years ago and I go, why, what am I talking about? Why am I not listening to her? (laughs) And, um, but with Christo, same thing, I'm still questioning that I, whether, but, but back to whether it is a real person or not, doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what we, what we know is. There is this fluid in your brain that can alleviate a lot of physical ailments, that can bring you spiritual enlightenment. It can ease a lot of mental chaos. You just have to do these practices. You must act. I should read the book of Acts. So there's there's still a lot of things. I'm very interested in the Bible. I'm very interested in the books that have been removed from the Bible. Um, I find that there's just not enough time to really just ingest all this knowledge. So, um, but you know, we do, we, we're doing, we, we follow our passion. Uh, One of the things I do encourage people to do is follow their passion. That's their purpose. 
My passion into digging into all of this is my purpose. I'm finding my purpose as I follow the things I enjoy. And I enjoy learning about things that nobody else really knows and that I'm able to affect myself almost instantly. Manifesting, um, seeing things. Uh, here's just a brief, another brief example of why I speak about, you know, your timeline and your, your, the things that you watch, the things that you look at um, really change your reality. So the trial that we, we all are aware of, the current trial with Depp and Heard, mm-hmm. there's a video clip that keeps coming up about her dog stepping on a bee. And I must have watched it. My dog stepped on a bee several times, probably, I don't know, at least 30 or 40 times in maybe a span of two days. Well, yesterday, my dog stepped on a bee. Yeah. <laughs> my dog stepped on a bee. So when... And, and I had to stop and I go, why did I waste 20 hours watching this thing? And, and that's back to refocusing. So I myself am also still doing my practices. I'm still learning from my teachings, from other people's teachings, whatever resonates with you, whatever makes you do better and feel better. That's what you need to keep doing. And um, this is what makes me feel good. And that's why I, I do what I do. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It's constant learning. Um, I'm not the uh, scientific person, most scientific person. Um, I actually didn't really graduate high school, got get out of college, uh, all these things. <laughs> the traditional learning was just not for me. Um, but now all I want to do is learn and ingest and and study. So you find your you find your niche and you keep going. Yeah, it's uh, it's fascinating. Um, a, a lot of what you wrote about in the book incorporates the use of sound. And so can you discuss, because you also talk about just a variety of different meditation techniques. So why don't we get to uh, some of the practicalities about, um, meditating and how to do it and, and, um, you know, what it does to the internal energy system, but then also, you, you know, say, when is it appropriate to meditate in silence and when is it appropriate to meditate and, and why do you use some of these different sound techniques along with the meditation practices? Um, I believe that meditation is truly only achieved when you are by yourself in pure silence mm-hmm. and pure stillness, silence, solitude, and stillness. Because when you are in the dark, we glow. Remember Jesus went into a cave. And then had this experience. We uh, have a lot of uh, our third eye, our pineal gland is um, called bioluminescent. It's like those ocean, underwater ocean animals that glow in the dark. We have a thing in our brain that's glowing in the dark. Yeah, it's crazy. It's also, it's all exactly right. <laughs> it's also called, it's also piezoelectric, meaning when you like when you spark a lighter, it does that spark. When you spark your pineal gland, it produces all these a variety of rainbow of colors so this gland there's a lot of things we don't know about it and when you meditate what you're doing is you're silencing you're stilling your senses because you know that when you close your eyes you can hear better right or when you cover you know mm-hmm. there's your senses adjust so if you're at silent still and nothing else is going on which is why sensory deprivation tanks are great. I actually right. have a float tank here. Um, we have a float tank here in our set, in our wellness center. 
uh, with a, a speaker in the bottom so you can play frequencies while you're floating. Oh, wow. Or play your affirmations in your own voice while you're floating. So when you are listening to these sounds and you are silent and you're, you're, you've basically turned off your senses, your pineal gland is the sense that is most uh, in focus. It gets that energy. I do want to share a meditation. It's not even really a meditation. It's just a breathing technique. I like to question a lot of things, basically everything, including myself. And I always questioned when I started doing yoga, why do we breathe in through our nose and out through our mouth? Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know why. So I started breathing in through my nose and breathing out through my nose. What I found is that when you block your mouth and you breathe out through your nose, you have nasal passages that go right up to where your brain is. And the reason why I found that out, there's a practice called the Kachari Mudra. Mudra is position. And I'm not sure what Kachari means, but the Kachari Mudra is placing the tip of your tongue to the back of your palate, not a hard palate, but your soft palate. Right. So you got your hard palate, your soft palate. Put your tongue to the back palate and now close your mouth and now breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. Guess what you're doing? You are directing your breath your breath of life right up to your pineal gland. And I found this out just through practice, just through questioning go, why do we breathe out through our mouth? And so this is a practice that I encourage people to do because once you start doing it, you can start vibrating your brain. And what that does, because your pineal gland, when we talk about being calcified, it's calcium deposits, it's calcified by the things we ingest. Mm -hmm. So if you vibrate something, you are physically shaking it. You are destroying what is being held together and allowing it to, to flow and to be flexible. Um, a practice I like to promote is called rebounding. It's jumping. It's not jumping. It's bouncing on a trampoline. And it's one of the best ways to clear your lymph nodes because your lymph nodes is a collector of garbage, but there's no way to release that garbage. So whereas like your circulatory system, you know, there's ways to process the blood, to process your waste, to process your airways, your breathing, but your lymph nodes, your endocrine system, it's just there. So you must shake it up or using sound or using a trampoline mm -hmm. um, and physically, you know, move this. And so when I'm doing that breath, I'm finding that I can really uh, get to that zone a zone where it is the Zen zone, where there is nothing, but there is everything. When there's nothing there, all the potential, all the possibilities are, are available. There is no door that needs to close for another to open. There's no door. There's no doorway. There, everything is just available and possible. And that's why I, that's why I promote meditation. And, and, and when you do guided meditations, they are great to teach you. Um, like when I did my first, you know, Paul Santisi meditation, it was the best thing I did at that time. But at this time right now, I don't want to listen. If I'm listening to something, I'm not meditating. I am listening. I am learning. I am, well, how am I supposed to breathe? Am I supposed to breathe now? Is this what I'm doing? Am I thinking of this light? No, I don't want to think of anything. I just want to breathe. So I, so in meditation, it's just about the breath. It's just becoming the breath, imagining the breath, being the breath. And then all of a sudden your breath, your, your life. And that's how you experience it. And, 
and you experience whatever you're going to see something, you're going to feel something. Um, you can't explain it to people. It just is an experience. And it's, it's the act of meditation and prayer. Same thing. Uh, someone asked me the other day, I said, well, when do you meditate? I said, I'm meditating right now. <laughs> I meditate all the time. I'm constantly sending and receiving information to the subconscious because I know that my subconscious creates this reality, 95% of it. But I can reprogram that subconscious consciously with my words and my actions. So I'm constantly meditating, telling myself, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I am successful. I am healthy. Constant meditation, um, you know, where you're at because this, the, you can't just always be in that silent stillness. And that practice you take outside. Um, right. So that would be a, a practice that I would suggest is putting your tongue to the roof of your mouth, doing your in through the nose, out through the nose. You start really feeling your body. You start feeling your brain. You can start seeing uh, images almost with your eyes open. And um, you turn on your, your electric body. You turn on your light body. You're of sound mind and body. That's what we are. We are of sound mind and body. We're made of sound. And back to the sound therapy, um, your voice, toning, the, the music you listen to, the lyrics, and the words you speak. It's all very important. It's all reprogramming back to your code. Your code is language. It is tones. And, um, you know, again, it's a practice. And that's what the book is about. The book teaches people a little bit about, you know, about you, but then here are the things that you can do. Stare at a candle. When you're staring at a candle, a candle is a mini version of the sun. You are receiving solar energy from that candle flame. Now you can set your intentions and now you're, you're meditating again. You're being a breath. So all of that, just, it's all the stuff I, I, I'm interested in. And I know that it, it healed me and it can heal everyone else. Right. Well, will you get into then uh, the use of sound? Because I know like on your website, uh, you have different sounds that can aid when people are meditating. Like um, you talk about the different brain waves that can get tapped into by different sounds uh, and different sounds can affect different chakra systems. So then um, I would imagine, you know, can you diagnose a person with a certain imbalance and then sort of prescribe uh, specific sounds? that will help put that person's energy system back in balance? You know, can you discuss maybe how you would go about doing something like that? I, I ask, where does it hurt? How do you feel? Uh -huh. That's how I diagnose. Point the part of your body that, that aches or what, may, what energy, what emotion is it that we are trying? What emotion do you want? courage, confidence, willpower, communication. I want to be physically stronger. I have a pain in my hip. Wherever it is, I ask. That's how you find out. And that's my diagnosis. And then I go, okay, I've got this book. It's literally a map of your body. Uh -huh. I have, I wish I brought it here, the acupuncture doll. And then I have a chakra doll and I put it side by side and I go, this and this is one and the same. So we're going to follow this meridian. Everything goes back to the brain. Everything is in your spine. So we're going to go back to the, we're going to target, let's say the liver by playing this note here because your sound travels this way. So it follows the theory of acupuncture 
and a meridian system. Okay. And we play a note and we play a series of notes. Um, but that's how I diagnose. I, I ask them, I speak to them. We actually start uh, outside in my backyard. And we're just enjoying nature and we just talk. And then I go, okay. And then I, I use my intuition and I, I write down my, the, the sounds that I play. And then I just, I play it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, everything has worked. So, um, it's very exciting. I actually am hoping to not hoping, but I'm getting the newer version of the machine and, uh, promoting it, selling it and selling it. Not, I mean, yes, I have to make money, but selling it because I got people in Belgium that want me to help them. I can't, I can't get you here. Even though I tell people, if you can come to, to the East Bay and find accommodations, I will help you. I will play you a sound session. You can record it and play it again. All you need are a couple of magnets. So you can help activate your magnet body, right. your, your sound body using magnets and electric and the, the, the tones. Right. So I am seeking ways for me to be able to take this, share it online, share it here, share it however I can, because once people are in no longer in physical ailments, physical, you know, the physical world, they can now be creative. They can express themselves. They can do things that they want to do, not just the things they need to do because they're unhealthy or, or unwell. Mm-hmm. or stressed or fearful. Um, so I, I help, I promote their, their inner healing. I promote natural healing by promoting their spirit. What is it that makes you happy? And then we, we do that. Right. You know? So what is a, like a, the practical application of this cymatic machine? Does it make different noises? Does it make different sounds itself? Do you point it at certain parts of the body? It is. It actually looks like a microphone. It's a little handheld speaker. Okay. Um, and uh, if you want, I've got many videos on Facebook and on YouTube, but uh, it's got magnets on the inside. It's called neodymium magnets. They're rare earth magnets. Mm-hmm. I actually have been meditating with with magnets for about four years. I place it here in my third eye. Yeah. Why don't and, you describe the the magnets? Because you get into that in the book a little bit too. How do those work? Well, the North Node magnet speeds it up, and we're made of iron. Our blood is magnetic. So if you want to speed up and place focus here, you put the magnet here. If you want to speed up the healing in one part of your body, you put the magnet here, you place the sound there, you set your intentions, visualize. So now you're doing thoughts, emotions, feelings in one package. The universe is going to give back that, that uh, desired outcome that we are putting in. And, um, so the healing, so the magnet is, I actually got into it because of a journal that I read. Um, and it's something you can just buy online. Uh, I have a 20 pound magnet. You can do, uh, you know, however shapes you like, I happen to get the cylinder one and you face the North node at your third eye. And when you're, when you're meditating more, you're, you're bringing blood physically and energetically and you're in your brain, you're, right. you're thinking that that's happening. So it is happening. So you're creating this energy and putting all the focus on that. And that's how you have these experiences, spiritual uh, awakening, or you start seeing visions or just knowing because you're placing focus on that part of your brain. 
And that's what the magnet does. So I use it for, it's called biotherapy magnets. I don't have them here. They usually come in, a, you know, a set of eight and um, black and red. Red is the north. And I will apply it to the head, the nape, down the spine, on the arm, wherever we're, whatever we're targeting. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what that magnets do. All right. And you also talk about the the orgone energy. It's just almost, um, I mean, I think there's a lot going on. I, I read, I, I was going to do an interview. It didn't quite come together. And I think you've messed around too with just with tuning forks and applying tuning fork vibrations in different parts of the body. But there's also that way of affecting this internal energy system. And then you also were talking about these orgone energy um, pyramids that can be made mm-hmm. out of certain, certain uh, minerals and I actually can, have a little orgone chip here. Right. <laughs> my, you always want them by your computer. Right. <laughs> um, actually, well, I have three. There's three examples. And they don't have yeah. to be shaped as pyramids. This one is has labradorite, has shungite. Shungite is one of the best things for EMF shields. Cool. And But they're, they don't have to be uh, pyramids. I'm surprised I don't have one here, though, because I got pyramids everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and th- what the theory behind that is, and it's not a theory, it's been proven. So what they do is they take the resin, think of it like a washing machine. The crystals are, att- are it's so it's made of crystals, resin, and metals, usually copper, or they put gold and silver fillings. Uh-huh. So the um, metals are attracting it. The resin is pushing it out. So you've got this, right? You've got this motion. Well, guess what crystals do? Crystals are aligning, are changing the vibration of the energy. So you've got suction energy with the metals. You've got crystal energy changing it. Then you've got the resin pointing it back out. When you have pyramids, a pyramid, that the natural shape of the pyramid, the geometry of it is what draws the energy in and up. So you don't have to have a resin pyramid. You could have a copper pyramid. um, But the shape itself, the angles itself is what helps draw it in right. uh, because the universe is all about, uh, you know, it's, it's geometry. And, and that's also why we have a lot of geometrical shapes on a lot of our pieces, the mandala, all of these things, it draw, it, it sets a structure. So um, I don't have a pyramid here, but orgone energy is something that uh, is the energy that cleanses the biofield. The biofield is what we have around us, inside us, and we're part of it. We are in the biofield and we are the controllers of the biofield. In fact, I, I don't know if I have time, but I've got uh, an aura machine here where I've huh. got a hand sensor. This little hand sensor here, you put your hand on it and it takes a snapshot. They used to do this with gas. It was called gas discharge. Right. They would shoot you with gas and take a picture or a bunch of pictures of the gas discharge. And they would take the frequency because everything is vibration, correlate to it to a color. Everything's on a color scale. And they would come up with your aura picture. Well, I wasn't going to shoot people with gas, but I spent a, a good year looking up one of the best aura camps. And, um, I don't know if you'll be able to see it though with, with the screen, but and maybe it would right. be something for another show, but, and I can't even turn it on right now, but you <laughs> put your hand on there. I've tested it where you can think of an energy, think of a chakra 
it's going to change to that color. Wow. I can, I can give you rose quartz, which is a, a, the crystal for unconditional love. And we can see your energy change in the, it's a live cam 3D. It's called an aura cloud. Hmm. It's a 3D uh, camera, but I don't know if, um, if, if, if it will be visible on the screen. Let's see. Um, so anyway, so all of this, again, it's experimenting. Does this stuff work? I don't know. I'm going to check it on my aura cloud. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, I feel better. I know that at one point I had panic disorder and now I don't obviously it worked. Yeah. So, um, here, let's see. Well, I mean, that's, what's just so fascinating to me at this point is there are so many different modalities and we're in a point in history where, you, you know, we can kind of start to blend a lot of these different technologies to see how they do affect and impact our, uh, our energy system. Exactly. So yeah. can you see, can you see that right there? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and put my hand on the sensor and it takes just a couple seconds. Okay. Can you see that? Yeah. Blue is the color for communication. So the aura is always changing, but it's interesting. The chakras usually don't. So I'm going to go ahead and let go because what I found, and I test this on people. I mean, I'm testing things on everyone. that Hey, let me give me your hand. <laughs> yeah. <Talk> right. <laughs> Funny twins that I didn't know were twins had the same exact imprint oh wow oh yeah so and, and then they told me afterwards that they were twins. right <laughs> so so not only does this give me that oops it also gives me feedback my so the left side of your energy is how you receive energy because we spin this way and our right side is how the energy we leave or we give out so okay. my left is very at this moment is very intelligent and analytical, very optimistic and light. Now, if I do this at night or first first thing when I wake, it's probably not going to be all yellow. Right. right now, we're very intellectual. It's yellow. My essence is social and communicative, which it's not usually. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. My <laughs> picture is usually, it looks like a fireball. Huh. It is all red because I'm very much active with a lot of things. Um, and what's neat about this is you can, I think I can do this remotely. I think there is a way for us to right. do this and, and do that. So there's a lot of testing I still do. I love experiments. I've got experiments at home with crystals and magnets and sand, um, sound. There's something called the cladney plates, which hmm. if you've ever looked into frequencies, you see these videos of the, the frequency and, the, and what it's doing to the sand. So right. I'm getting oh, yeah. cadmium plates and I'm attaching that to my cymatic machine. So I'll be able to see exactly what the frequency is doing to your water, to your cells, to your, okay. your base structure. And I can now take that imprint and put it maybe on a shirt, on a tattoo. Sure. Because again, everything is about structure. Not only is it sound, it's light, it's visible. When I look at this, I am restructuring myself because I'm looking at that. 
If I look at the color green, I'm restructuring my energy to green. So everything restructures you. So there's a lot of things kind of I like to start. Again, I'm an Aries. I start a lot of things and I will not finish most of them. Which <laughs> is I still enjoy it. I'm going to turn this off in case that's. But yeah, so this is just a really neat thing. It even has, let's see, my aura. So right now, my third eye chakra is a little bit disconnected. It gives you your yin, your yin yang color wheel. My uh, masculine and feminine is very much in the solar plexus, meaning I'm very confident. It's always in the yellow. I'm very confident and secure of what I'm speaking of what is what is for uh-huh. me. Um, so emotion, I mean, this all, I test it on myself. Yeah, when I'm in a bad mood, I test it. When I drink, I test it. When I, I am testing this to make sure that it is something that I can interpret for other people appropriately. Sure. And it's freaking amazing. Right. So um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and then it gives a 10 page printout. I email it. I print it out. It does a snapshot. Um, this is just an example of the things you get into here. For example, aura goggles. I'm going to flip it. I wonder if you can see. Wow. I don't know. If you, can you see? Whoops. It's a little dirty. Yeah. All right. Can you see how it's indigo? Yeah. When I put this on, I am adjusting. Everything is indigo. I now am adjusting my frequency to that. So I may see my normal is going to be different. My normal range of vision is now based on indigo. Right. Which, by the way, the color cyan, there was, it's something in my book. It's called dicyanin. That's a specific color of cyan that allows you to see what is unseen. And that's the aura goggles. This isn't that shade, but. You know, it's just, there's so many things, but it's about color. It's about sound. It's about light. It's about touch your voice, um, crystals, all of it, all of it affects you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is actually amazing. There's a a, a huge world out there when you (laughs) cross over from thinking in terms of just this materialistic universe, uh, into the recognition that it's really uh, an energetic universe that's based on vibration which means it's based on sound and it's based on color um and then all of remember a sudden, the emerald emerald city right i always wear emerald emerald is um powerful heart crystal physical crystal um i believe it's a battery emerald city the yellow brick road because bricks red bricks hold electricity yellow is gold plated so mm-hmm. it's able to hold it in and you are now leading to a battery. So when you start, I know that was kind of off on a tangent, but when you start going into, when you start awakening your mind and you're not worried about the health and the stress and the day-to-day stuff, right? you start exploring and you start learning. And as I explore and learn, that's how I, I mean, that's really what I'm doing. It's, it's like, what am I supposed to be doing here? What am I supposed to be doing on this on this earth? I'm supposed to be experiencing and learning and leveling up and then going again. It's a game. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, maybe if I can keep you for maybe another 10 minutes or so, so we can kind of wrap it up on this note about, I think, the human body as a battery and, and the health as in terms of cultivating the energy for overall awareness and health. I mean, is that, I, th- I feel like that's the end game. 
uh, if you're going to start to participate, and we've kind of covered the importance of of actually doing the practice. I mean, like I said, my my personal issue is thinking. I want to think about things too much, but I've realized that I actually have to do. You have to do these practices. You have to be. You have to detox and decalcify, um, and then engage in the practices, and then cultivate the energy. Um, and then and cultivate it so you have more of it and that's what it means to be healthy is that is that how you would uh kind of describe the ultimate goal absolutely just pretend you're a plant right yeah all we need is water we need sunshine we need the flow we convert our energy we stick our feet into mud and dirt and we're grounded and when you do that all you do is you're just being this plant and you yeah. have an essence, whatever that plant's essence is, it's doing it by being a plant. So when we do the practice, I do my grounding, I do my breath work, I face the sun, I practice care and compassion and gratitude. And when you do these things, everything just falls into place. And that's what I believe this life experience is. And, um, you know, the pineal gland, I don't want to really, you know, just back to that. Yeah. The pineal gland is that, that, I don't want to say it's a, what, what would it be? It's the jumpstart of your battery because your entire body is a battery. And I actually had a video about five years ago where I think it was called your body, your body is a battery. Yeah. <laughs> and my, the name of my um, podcast, which I haven't been too active in. Um, Cause I've been really focused on my community, my store, all that. It's called the human race, H U E, because that's what we are. We are hue. Hue is light. We are just different variations of light. And as you change your frequency, guess what? You change your light. You're now a different human. You're a different version. Every moment you, when you make that conscious decision of anything, you just changed your vibration. You just changed your frequency. And um, that's what it is. Everything is about vibration and, and sound and, um, you know, all of, all of this and all of this is just one thing. Right. Do you have any advice for people that get kind of stuck? I mean, I've been in those places before where it's really difficult to, to change yourself just because you're in a stuck place. Um, I mean, has that been, have you experienced that with some of your clients Did they have like with my, I think with my Tai Chi practice, there was definitely a kind of a place that I got to that I didn't want to, you know, I had a difficult time, I guess, to get through, to, to relax through certain, certain tensions that, that were kind of fundamental. Um, mm -hmm. I, I guess maybe they're, you know, the older traumas that kind of define all, all some of your coping mechanisms that maybe aren't really working for you anymore, but you're not really willing to let them go. Um, you know, how do you, how do you help people work through that kind of stuff? Some of the well, deeper one, stuff. One of the things that we do is just distraction and refocusing hmm. and shifting. So we have one of the practices I do is we, I give them a scorecard. And when you are thinking negative of yourself or of these three things, and we name your top three things, we put a score on it and then you focus on something sensory, the light. The sound, the drink, the food, pure attention to that. We're not supposed to multitask. We're not computers, okay? We relate as computers, but we are not. We are human. So when we multitask, we are losing focus 
We are spreading ourselves thin. Uh We're causing multiple realities to be created. And that's when you get panic, chaos, anxiety. Oh, I'm all over the place. Well, because you are, your thoughts are all over the place. So when you start thinking of, oh, I didn't do a good job with that. Stop, score, tick. You just refocus, right? Now focus on, okay, I'm going to think of this crystal. That's it. You just refocused. The past is there until you create a new past. So you must use your present to create your present. And when that present passes, it is now your new past. Eventually, that old me, which I don't even know her, it just huh. does, she just doesn't exist. She had a lot of anger. She had a lot of addictions. Now, I still have anger and addictions. But that's not what I focus on. I'm focusing on the new scorecard. I've got my good and bad side. So does everyone else. I'm going to look at my good side because that's where I want to focus on. I want to invite more of that good stuff. And that's um, when you learn about how the uh, world just the universe just reflects. You know, you send out the little ripple. It sends out big, huge ripple back the same exact ripple tenfold. So. What I do is I focus on the goodness, focus on what are your good traits, Mm -hmm. what is positive, what is working for you. Yeah, sometimes that little negative thing comes up. Okay, acknowledge it. Boom, move on. It is it is just refocusing, file it away, forget about it. You can't forget about it unless you're thinking of this new thing. Or, you know, it's like when they say, oh, you hurt your leg, pinch your arm. Your arm hurts now. You don't remember your leg. I tried that with my son the other day. He said, mom, now they both hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but it, actually did work. it did work. Um, but it's redirecting. You're the director redirect. Yeah, that's, uh, that's actually interesting. That's great advice because I know like you talk about being a plant, it sounds so simple, but sometimes making these changes, um, you know, they're just, they're challenging because people have these really ingrained subconscious, um, habits, that make it challenging. Um, if you but, start saying that it's easy, it becomes easy. Yeah. So we really, we change our words. Um, we change just the way we say things about ourselves and about these challenges. They're just wins that we haven't won yet. We just haven't succeeded. I um, There's a few different programming techniques that I apply to people. The, the SWAT, for example, it's kind of like a pro and con where you do strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Well, opportunities and threats are make-believe. They, we don't know if they're going to happen. They may never. So we just cross them out. Hmm. Now we're just left with strengths and weaknesses. Well, the weaknesses are just strengths that we haven't made strong. So right. you have no weaknesses. You are made of strengths. You just haven't made them all strong yet. You have, you have to refocus. You refocus on What am I working on today? Today, I'm going to work on my book. I'm going to focus on that. Sometimes things come up. You know, when when someone is bored, that's when things may, you know, people get brought into the past. You've got to keep busy, you know, get involved with nature, get involved with community, good, like-minded people. I'm not talking about the gossip circle. I'm talking about the tea, the gratitude gathering. Very different. Start paying attention to what you're paying attention to. What music do you listen to? What are you hearing? Because even if you're not listening, 
guess what else is listening? Your subconscious is listening to everything and noting it down. And it may pull from that file cabinet when you're not ready for it. So paying attention to everything that you are near, your your world, your world out here, world here. So television, your social media, the, the songs, all of it really affects you. You are the average of what you listen to. Well, it makes a lot of sense, Bianca. Thanks for coming on and kind of clarifying. I mean, it's such a, a vast subject and a vast topic to kind of shift the mindset from the typical normal, quote unquote, materialistic mm-hmm. world into this, uh, this, this, um, it's not, I don't even want to say alternative paradigm because it's just a, clearly an, another obvious way of looking at the, it's a shift, the world. And then, yeah, yeah, you have to make the shift. If you're, if you've been raised in the materialistic paradigm, you have to make the shift. Um, but once you do, uh, the benefits are really, I mean, they're, they're, uh, limitless, <laughs> not to use that word, but, um, <laughs> you know, you want, you can, you can make this transition from being stuck in a material world into really seeing that, that thinking in terms of vibrations and energies and, and learning from these other cultures and from the modern scientific evidence that also uh, corroborates that all of this stuff is very real. Um, And then just hitting the ground running and experimenting with a lot of these different techniques to kind of start to have to grow your awareness about how it works and then start to cultivate the kind of balance that can do things like get rid of panic attacks and mellow, you know, mellow out your nervous system and eliminate a lot of the anxieties and the depressions and the, and the addictions. And, you know, so many of the problems that drag so many people down these days, mm-hmm. um, you know, hopefully this kind of knowledge will, will continue to spread. The other thing about it is that it's uh, it's way less expensive than going to the doctor and it's way healthier than getting on a bunch of pills to try to, mitigate the symptoms without ever really dealing with the root causes of a lot of these health issues. So do you want to let people know a little bit more about the store? I've just been sitting here thinking uh, that I'm bummed that I've just moved from Northern California because I've always wanted to try one of the sensory deprivation chambers. And I can't believe I'm talking to you now. And I could have just driven down to the Bay and had my opportunity. Um, But maybe next time I'm in Northern California, I'll I'll definitely look you up and give it a try because I've always wanted to check that out. But um, you want to just let people know, again, the kind of things that you're offering and where you're located and where people can find out more about um, what you're doing? Sure. The uh, store is called Crystal Bowl Wellness Center, and we are in Brentwood, California, Northern California. There's a Southern California. And we offer Reiki. We have acupuncture, cupping. We have a Himalayan salt cave. We have yoga, meditation, sound baths. We have tuning fork therapy. I do cymatic therapy with my sound machine. Uh, we have hypnotherapy, past life regressions. Um, we have an oxygen bar. I've got, what else? I've got massage chairs, everything for wellness, everything cool. that helps people feel better. And um, this is all available for you to be able to use as well, just by listening to the tone. So a lot of the things that we share online are things that you can apply. So act with practice, you must act. And that's how you get it to work. Cool. And what website should I point people to? Um, I know you've got um, a couple different ones. Yeah, I've got a couple. Again, I'm an Aries. I've got, I'm all over and I actually don't right. even have a website <laughs> for myself. So uh, let's go to crystalbowlwellness.com. Okay. It is going to be the final website right now it's got my instagram feed it's got the sound bowls that i promote 
they are, you don't need a whole set. You just need one because you will begin resonating to that one note. Now you can get a whole, you know, bunch of different ones, but like I said, get one tuning fork, one sound bowl. So crystalbowlwellness.com is going to be where I will have all of this information links to my other places. I'm also on YouTube under my name um, and find me on Facebook under my name. I've got the third eye group, which has 280,000 members. I play a lot of cymatics directly on there. I do a lot of meditations, a lot of information. Um, you know, just everything is accessible. You must make the decision to learn about it and do it yourself. And it'll work. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks again for coming on. And uh, again, explaining some of the, the complex world of, of living uh, within your, your biofield, within your energetic biofield, and a lot of these different techniques that you can try. And I just encourage people actually to buy the book where you've written down a lot of these different techniques, pick a couple that you feel attracted to and dive right in. I mean, the only way to, uh, to start to become aware of, of how this system works is to learn how to feel it. And uh, Bianca's got plenty of um, different techniques, the sun gazing, the grounding, lots of different meditation techniques, um, and a lot of different other ways that you can start to tap into to how your own internal energy field works and what you can do to put it back in balance. So thanks again for coming on and thanks for your work. Um, I'll let people know that you've been listening to The Shift, and I'm your host, Doug McKenty. You can find all of my stuff at www.theshiftnow.com. Um, I've got over 120 episodes of this show, um, plus a lot of other, uh, a lot of other, a couple of other shows, and uh, some written work. The Populist Papers is the name of my Substack, um, and if you look under the free content tab, you'll find all of that on the website, theshiftnow.com. You can also Check me out on Facebook. My personal page, Doug McKenty, is the place to go. And I am at D McKenty on Twitter. So you can follow me there if you're interested in becoming more of a part of how to make the shift. So, all right. Very cool. Really enjoyed it. Thanks again, Bianca. And I hope uh, we get Thank a few people you. into your store and, and a couple people at least who will take a look at this book because it is a very, um, very practical guide to getting, to getting involved in this kind of uh, healing path. Thank you so much, Doug. I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you all for tuning in. You bet, Bianca. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. There's my conversation with Bianca Rulig, the author of Activate Your Pineal Gland. I've been wanting to do an episode like this for some time. I've been friends with her on Facebook for a bit, and uh, I got turned on to her book. And I just wanted to have her on to give this basic overview of how the internal energy system works. And that's what uh, I appreciate about her work. I mean, she has her own experience and her own story to tell, uh, which is great because she was able to turn her own life around coming out of the corporate world, uh, indoctrinated into the typical colonized patriarchal system based on this uh, ardent materialistic worldview that we all know so well. Uh, and uh, she had this meditation experience and it just woke her up. And in her book, she really describes the fundamentals of how the internal energy system worked. And, and having a, a show like this that really kind of breaks down the basics of, of what, you know, all these other cultures pre-colonized, uh, you know, pre the, the Western imperial system, <laughs> uh, 
uh, all other cultures essentially were tuned into this concept of the way that reality works. And it's instead of being based on solely on materialism, it's based on this idea that uh, there's this energetic model of how the universe works. Their creation actually comes from sound, vibration, from light. Uh, and in fact, modern science is now starting to pick up on a lot of this. The, the new sciences that have come out in the last hundred years, the unified field theory, uh, the quantum mechanics that, have, that are starting to be developed in the West, Western physics, is really starting to come around to the realization that yes, in fact, uh, consciousness uh, is based uh, in a large part on these, these ideas of, of energy and how energy works uh, and how energy then becomes matter and these transformations and transmutations that happen. And Bianca, just in her book, really outlines how these previous cultures have observed this very same thing uh, and then described in detail how our bodies, uh, our material bodies, are essentially manufactured out of this deeper, more subtle level uh, of these layers of, of energetic uh, imprints that happen over a long period of time. And a lot of people these days are even talking about how, you know, DNA is essentially a like a radio transmitter and receiver. Uh, and it's essentially taking the energy from the universe and encoding it and transmuting it into this physical body that we all have. But the body grows on top of essentially this internal energy system that's defined by uh, essentially this chakra system. In Ayurvedic medicine, they have the seven chakras that come up and down. The Chinese system uh, is slightly different, but it talks about the uh, three Dantians, <clears throat> and it has a lot of the same pressure points um, in the acupuncture system that are described in the in the Vedic system, and it turns out that it's very similar. Um, the uh, Chinese system talks about this microcosmic orbit that Bianca talks about in her book. Once you open it up, once you decalcify the pineal gland, open up the third eye, then you can recirculate the energy freely. Um, but it's, in, it's really interesting the way that it's split up. The chakras each uh, essentially have a color and they have a, a tone. And these correspond to, you know, the colors of the rainbow. Uh, the way light refracts, ref, reflects, uh, refracts. <laughs> and then... Um, the way sound harmonizes in chords or is discordant. And this discordant vibration on this energetic level is what causes disease, ill health, psychological imbalances. And it's one of the beauties of the system, in my opinion, actually, is how uh, there's this mind-body connection. So psychology is not so separate from uh, the physical body the way that it is uh, in Western culture where we have, you know, allopathic medicine dealing with the body, psychology uh, and psychiatry kind of dealing with the mind. Um, but there's this real close relationship between these chakra centers and the tension that's hold, held in the different organ systems uh, and then how that gets reflected externally through our personalities. And so the solution to psychological illness is to actually balance these internal energies in this internal system as well. And even uh, physical maladies are also just reflections of the fact that there's, um, there's blockages in this energetic system. And uh, the beauty of, of the way Bianca approaches it is she really kind of just had this awakening moment where she realized, wait a minute, uh, something is going on here internally inside my body that's not just this physical thing. I've touched on it with meditation. I want to go deeper, figure out how it works. And then in her book, not only does she describe it, she describes the chakra system, how it works. She describes the aura system, so how the energy 
expresses itself externally outside of your body uh, and then how the energy flows inside and then outside and back inside again ultimately in this Taurus pattern I mean the information <laughs> the funny thing is I, I wanted to do an interview like this because I really kind of wanted to address the skeptics so many people who are raised in the Western system just think this is all crazy you know superstition and it just is not real and uh I myself was extremely skeptical of all of this kind of uh, this view of this energetic system, this internal energetic system, and it took me years of studying Tai Chi to have those internal experiences myself to go, oh, wait a minute, you know, they're not just making this stuff up, right? I mean, uh, this is actually a real system, and these systems of health can be extremely helpful. Uh, I think the issue with them is that they're not profitable. So in the West, you know, pharmaceutical companies don't really want to turn you on to this, these kinds of modalities <laughs> because you, if you discover that you can sit down and meditate uh, and actually heal a lot of your I issues uh, for free, then you don't have to go uh, spend tens of thousands of dollars every time you have a, a problem. And actually what these things do help with is exactly what al the allopathic system is terrible at dealing with, which is the long-term uh, psychological issues, <clears throat> the habit patterns that have formed as responses and coping mechanisms to uh, the traumas that you've experienced, especially being raised in a patriarchal system that's based on trauma bonding. Um, and we have ancestral, now those of us who've been colonized for many generations, uh, we have ancestral traumas that we have to deal with. So, so many family issues, right? So many addiction problems, uh, so many control issues, passive aggressive issues in each one of our families. These modalities, these energetic modalities, actually address these root cause issues. Um, and then in the book, Bianca really describes, you know, how to meditate, different ways of meditating. Uh, different tools that you can use while you meditate, how to use the crystals if you want to go there. You can use candles. She talks about doing grounding exercises. She talks about uh, doing the sun gazing, which uh, was very powerful for her. And she ties it all into, uh, you know, how this internal energy system works and how you can actually balance it out. And just like she said, and of course in my own experience, uh, you really actually have to do the practice. You can't just think about it and convince yourself that it's real. This is something that I've run into in my personal practice. <laughs> I'm so much of a thinker, uh, so much of a skeptic, really, um, that it took me a while to, to, you know, have internalized these experiences to do the practice, to get the empirical evidence from within to go, oh, you know, this internal system really is part of our daily existence and it's something that we all need to be aware of. So uh, I hope you got a lot out of it and for those of you if you weren't skeptical and if you already have a practice I hope you learned a little bit. I mean the nice thing about Bianca uh, and her work is that she she does so much. You know she does the sound therapies, she does the silent meditations, she does the sun gazing, the grounding, the crystal work. She has a uh, sensory deprivation tank at her wellness center, you know, <laughs> and so, so she, you know, she uh, is a kind of a jack of all trades when it comes to these modalities. So even if, um, even if you've already experienced uh, some yoga, some Tai Chi, if you've done some acupuncture, if you, uh, you know, already have a kind of a fundamental belief that there is this energetic system, I hope you got something out of it. Um, but especially, I think this conversation would be great for those who were skeptical, uh, and who haven't, um, 
had these experiences don't believe that exists. I mean, I know there are people out there that are going to listen to a conversation like the one I just had with Bianca and say, wow, that's just a bunch of new age woo. Um, but like she said, I mean, I would urge people to go check out the Spirit Science uh, cartoon series on YouTube as well, because modern science is now starting to find, lo and behold, that what the Vedics were thinking 2,000 years ago what these ancient cultures have been uh, cultivating, developing these systems for a long, long time, they're actually onto something. Guess what? Uh, and modern science is having to slowly uh, figure it out that this is, in fact, how the world works, that there's a balance. There is the material world, of course, but there's also this unseen energetic world uh, that really is the driving force behind the material world. And unless you get tuned into that, you can't get to the root cause of a lot of these longer term issues uh, that the Western healthcare modalities simply cover up the symptoms, right? That they don't ever actually address the root cause. So uh, I hope you got as much out of this conversation as I did. Again, uh, whether you've been doing a practice for a while or whether or not uh, you're new to all these ideas. I hope it wasn't too much woo. I hope you could actually contemplate the fact that this stuff is real and it can really help you out. Um, and uh, so maybe you're curious about checking it out. And uh, I would urge you, if you're in the East Bay, definitely go check out our shop. I wish if I still lived in Northern California, I'd be going and checking out that sensory deprivation tank. That's for sure. Um, but you can go to www.crystalbowlwellness.com and you can see the things that she's selling there. Uh, she's got some tuning forks for the external harmonizing of the body. She's got the, uh, the singing bowls, the crystal bowls, uh, and a lot of different tools that can help you out in terms of how to balance the energies in your house, how to balance the energies in your body, uh, and how to harmonize uh, some of these discordant vibrations that may be causing ill health or psychological disease in your life. So it could be very helpful. Again, check it out, www.crystalbowlwellness.com. And as always, uh, you can go to theshiftnow.com, check out all my stuff. If you want to get the, the full-length versions of each episode, uh, you can sign up for the newsletter there, uh, and you can find uh, all of my stuff, too, posted on Facebook. Doug McKinty is the place to go, at McKinty on Twitter, uh, and all my videos are on up on YouTube, although I usually use uh, Odyssey, and you can go to Rockfin. You can find him there, too. Uh, again, www.theshiftnow.com. Uh, next week, I've got Marie Hieronymus coming up. She uh, is a modern dancer, and she works on a lot of uh, initiation ritual type movements and motions. Uh, this is her focus. Uh, she's written a book about systems of indoctrination. So we'll be getting into uh, cultural systems, how the patriarchal system works on us, through us, against us, uh, and some of these uh, sort of ceremonial rituals, these initiations that can be used to break some of those bonds um, and to get us a little bit closer to the systems of nature that I think uh, will help to harmonize uh, and energize our, our internal energy systems that we talked about this week. So hopefully uh, you all will stay tuned for that one, and I will see you again next week. All right, thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.